certain people's eye just works better with certain styles or different subjects or techniques. So um, just getting a, the widest range of, of subjects and techniques that you can possibly think of and read about and learn about and then developing a, a unique, uh, keyword unique style mm -hmm. is, um, is everything. The biggest compliment I, I, I get is when people say that these they you know they saw a photo on instagram or whatever and they didn't see who shot it yet but they knew it was mine you know that's wow. like that's always like yes totally. like i did it hello and welcome to another episode of the golden hour podcast i'm your host dave mays here in the polar pro studio today's guest is derek bond hurley's in-house photographer and freelance portrait photographer and commercial photographer he kind of does everything and in our interview we talk about all the different types of photography that derek does he really experiments with almost every type of genre out there from sports photography like surfing skateboarding and portraiture with models and cars even he does a lot of amazing stuff and in addition to that he is the in-house senior photographer at the company Hurley you know the company that makes like surf stuff like board shorts and wetsuits and hats and t-shirts all sorts of amazing stuff here in California. And by the way, Hurley is actually right down the street from our office here at Polar Pro. So it was kind of cool to interact uh, with Derek today. He basically could just walk here from his office. And in this interview, we go over what it's like to work in a corporate environment for creative arts, and also how to balance that with doing your own thing with freelance and doing creative projects that don't pay anything and why that's important. I want to remind you, if you're an audio listener to the podcast, to go check out polarprofilters.com slash golden hour. We've completely redesigned the website and it is an amazing website. The team here has done an incredible job. So please check out the golden hour website where you can actually watch this video in its entirety, uh, multi-camera with uh, B-roll of Derek's work. I actually have images from his Instagram page and from his portfolio that we're talking about in the interview. So if you're only listening to the audio of this podcast, then definitely head over to the golden hour our website. Without any further ado, let's listen in on my interview with Derek. Cool. So we're here today with Derek Bond. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. All the way uh, across the street. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two steps away. Yeah. yeah so uh, Derek is a, uh, a freelance photographer, but you also work uh, for Hurley as the in-house photographer. Yeah. Uh, and Hurley, their headquarters is literally a block away from yeah. our office here in Polar Pro. So yeah. it's actually pretty funny that you just, you know, you're the only guest that we've ever had that just walked <laughs> to the show. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing how many other companies are just all within yeah. this quarter mile area, but yeah. Yeah, and we were just talking about this amazing little coffee shop that opened up. Just all opened the creatives up. are like super pumped because now yeah. we can just work like at the coffee shop yep. and bring get, a laptop. Get away and, from the office. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so Derek, Thank you so much for coming in, and uh, you're, you've been with Hurley for a while, but you also do a lot of work on the side as well, creatively, commercially. Um, I think there's a lot of listeners of this show that are going to be interested in how you got to where you are and uh, how you balance uh, the corporate life along with creative life and freelance. Um, but first, like, let's hear about you. Like, how did you get started? Where are you from? Yeah. You know, when did you get the photography bug? All right. Well, um, I am from Santa Cruz, California and um, Santa Cruz. Yeah. And the culture there is very deep in um, skating and surfing and punk rock and all that. And that's exactly what I grew up um, surrounded in. And that's yeah. what I started taking photos of. <laughs> that's um, awesome. So, yeah, mostly mostly my friends just skating and surfing. And um, that just kind of like introduced me into just looking through a viewfinder and focusing on a subject and clicking a shutter and that like just that simple little yeah um process just like and instantly i just fell in love with and i knew i had something to do with it and and i think that's the biggest reason why i fell in love with it and that's the biggest reason why i still love it now is um it's a tool it's a it's 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 a medium that you can use um making anything you want like in mm -hmm. any with any subject yeah. you know like it, it um as soon as i get bored with taking photos of one certain subject i just move on to something else and mm -hmm. um and the actual act of making a composition with a with a camera just that act alone just 
just transfers over with anything that interests me at the time, whether it's totally. you know, music or cars or fashion or um, sports or you know whatever it whatever it is. So, so what was what was it that like? What kind of camera did you have at that time? Was it just like a camera that your parents had, maybe? Or like yeah, I um, my dad introduced me into photography. He's okay. always he's always been um, shooting as long as I can remember. And was this on film? So yeah, so as I was getting into it, that's awesome. Um, digital photography just kind of started merging yeah. but that really kind of didn't interest me at first first um so yeah like everyone else um especially my age we started on film yeah. so so yeah so film you wow. know, black, black and white film was kind of the first thing because it really was still at that point better than digital you yeah know, like it, it, it was like know, eight it, megapixels at the time it, right? I, I, if crop sensors that, you know yeah no it was just completely crap i remember just like my dad's just like fighting to get like a semi-decent photo with a little piece of crap um digital camera but yeah. um but yeah so film was still just like that was the way to go you know 35 totally. millimeter you know black and white i just really like mm -hmm. fell in love with so and then um and then yeah, as, as, as digital photography got better i obviously switched over and um and then really fell in love with the second half of photography and that's um post that's photoshop you know yeah. and, and i instantly was like whoa and I, I got really obsessed and really um, fascinated with Photoshop and I still am today so well yeah I mean let's jump right into that um, if you go on your website it's uh, dbondphotography.com uh, and go over to the commercial tab and you said that some of the stuff is outdated so that's the artist saying yeah, disclaimer yeah, yeah. Um, but you can see some of the incredible um, compositing that you're doing some yep. of the amazing Photoshop work that you're doing with Hurley in particular um, but then also some of your freelance stuff as well uh, tell me about just the beginning stages of that with Photoshop and how you kind of fell in love with the post-processing of, of things. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, like I kind of I kind of view it as just like the second half of taking a photo, really. Mm -hmm. Like um, a lot of, especially commercial stuff, but also my personal work too, I really kind of approach taking a photo as it doesn't necessarily have to be done in one capture and, and you're really just building assets to paint one big picture, you know, and... Um, and there's just it's just there's an ongoing always you know like controversy about like you know too much Photoshop or like you know a lot of photographers brag that they don't use Photoshop at all and yeah and I'm just on the other spectrum of that I, I just think <laughs> it's, like, a tool. it's just a tool it's and, a and, tool and and I think it's it's mm -hmm. kind of silly to not use it at this well, point I mean, you know the, the, it's kind of blending graphic design with photography totally, right yeah. so like if you want to be a, a quote purist. Uh, photographer, maybe you're just adjusting the things that you would have adjusted if you were just in the dark room. Developing, or, yeah, so it would be yeah. exposure yeah. and contrast exactly. and things like yeah. that. Yeah. But um, back in the old days, uh, graphic designers had a table yeah. with glue and things, and they would paint and mm -hmm. like layer things totally. physically. And now it's just digital, and yeah. you know, exactly. there's really no difference there. And I so. think that's really like the art part of it that I love is is yeah like you like why wouldn't you want to do as much as you can to expand your mind and and use creativity and yeah. use all these different tools that you can make the most amazing great image mm -hmm. possible you know like I think you'd be you're just kind of um not doing yourself a, a justice by just you know being a purist and then yeah. you know only getting <laughs> sure. in one frame you know what I mean if that's if you know obviously if that's what you're into but um yeah but yeah, I, I just think like if you're really going for like something that it has to do with like art and something that's like yeah the best impact. You know, I really I really like um, focus along a lot on impact. Like how much mm. how much split second time is there to like really grab someone's attention? And you know, obviously, you know, I always think about like Instagram. People just flying through Instagram, but I'll, you know, back in the day, you know, when magazines were actually a thing, I would always think about people like you know what kind of like would this image stop people from flipping through mm. a magazine quickly and obviously that's just something that i've always focused on that it's the impact that is the most important so you fell in love with not just photography but also doing essentially graphic design <laughs> yeah with photoshop which then i assume led you to hurley yeah so i um so i went to brooks institute of photography in santa barbara which sadly is no more but uh -huh. um it's really really good i love school. santa barbara it's beautiful yeah and a great place to take photos um yeah and so yeah, so I um, I went to school there. Had a great experience. Um, had amazing teachers, and um, and yeah, and so they they were offering like a an internship um, through um, through the the school at at Hurley. So um, 
So the photographer at the time at Hurley, um, he hired me to be his assistant. And then um, then from there on, I just worked my way up and wow. people have come and gone. And um, yeah, I'm still there. I'm the senior photographer and I've been there nice. for nine and a half years now. Wow. Done an amazing amount of stuff and um, met a lot of great people and worked with a lot of amazing artists and yeah, and, yeah they're co-workers. So one thing that, so when we were, before we were recording this podcast, I mentioned that I used to work for a corporate company and I was on the, um, you know, video creative team. And one thing that's kind of fun about being on an actual team is the, of course, the collaborative aspect of it. Yeah. You have all these people, uh, now that you're the senior photographer, you, you have people that are working for you, with you mm -hmm. collaboratively. And there's just so much more you can do when you have a team. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing that I learned when I was at a company because I came from freelance just solo all totally. the time. Yeah. Um, and being able to collaborate and learning how to actually communicate properly to not make somebody angry at you yeah. or like, yeah, no. like how to say different ideas and, you know, no idea is a bad idea. Yep. You know, let's collaborate together and yep. not shoot people down. Everybody's yep. got different personality types. Yeah. So you have to talk to people in a certain way, yeah. you know? Well, yeah. Learning how to give and receive constructive criticism is probably one of the biggest lessons in a corporate uh, mm -hmm. group environment. Yeah. That's especially when it comes to creative stuff. Yeah. Obviously it's, because when you're it's freelance, a big one. if you're working with a client that makes you angry, you just you just don't work with them again. You know, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it's like I'll just finish this job, yeah, and then and if they it. ask again, I'll say no, <laughs> yeah. or ask for more money. Yeah, or ask for like a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, if they yeah. say yes, I'll be thrilled. Yeah. Um, but when you're working with people, like everybody needs to get along, and like yeah. you, you got to learn how to navigate that. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's obviously a double-edged sword. You know, it can be frustrating, but also can be. Mm -hmm really um really fun and inspiring too you know obviously you know you can never stop learning i always have stressed that as um i always want to you know just learn more and, and different types of perspectives and techniques mm -hmm. and, and all that so um that's what you get working with people for sure and and yeah i think definitely i would consider myself kind of a control control freak like with my photos i usually want to be the one editing them and stuff like that but um but again you know yeah you gotta just learn how to work with people and, totally. and, and and help them, you know, guide them in a certain way and also be flexible with um, with their perspective as well. But, you know, meeting um, amazing people and getting to work with them has been by far probably the best thing about working at a big corporate like um, like Hurley. And one of the guys that works at Hurley is uh, Craig Stesick. He's um, he's an old like Dogtown and Z-Boy guy that um, was a photographer and videographer back in the day when the Z-Boys were blowing up in the skateboard world and the art world. So, um, so I get to work with him, um, every day and that's, uh, awesome. that's been absolutely amazing. And I, more than anything, I haven't necessarily learned about like photography or about like technique or anything, but just how to act around people that you want to, um, get certain things out of and, and, mm -hmm. in a photograph, you know, more like the directing side of photography or just, or more even better yet, the social side of, of being in a, in a corporate environment and getting kind of your way in in a, in a in a photo or or you know that type of thing so he's so good at um speaking and 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 talking to people and knowing people and uh and so he's been really great i like you know he, he did like this collaboration with um with the artist hayes from new york mm -hmm. and um and he did this like he painted this big van with him and that was you know stuff like that just like photographing awesome. just photographing like that whole process with him he, i just set up i you know i was in charge of lighting the whole set mm -hmm. pretty much you know and and you know we had video guys there and and photographers and kind of just directing that type of th that type of shoot and um especially it was also involved in a car and cars are one of my favorite things to photograph so yeah well let's so let's talk cool. about that i mean there were some images uh again on your site um some great car photography shots tell me about your love of that and like how how you do it yeah uh, one that really stands out to me is this pink the low rider uh, yeah low rider yeah and the, the gypsy rose the backdrop yep. is insane too i don't well know. i actually this is probably a good example of um this photo compared to this photo so mm -hmm. um because i i really um focus a lot of my work is um you know like i think photography in general i really approach um everything that i that I 
really view and look at. Um, I I always ask, you know if I like something I'm I always like focus on why like why is it good like why why does this certain scene in a movie mm-hmm. look good like I I think people especially in the, in 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 the creative world like I've met creative directors that just like are like oh this is rad I like this and like and I yeah. and, and I've been like well why and they just go well I just like it and I, <laughs> I would never be that person I would yeah. have a huge list a, a detailed list of exactly why mm-hmm. that's good and why I think it's effective and it works and it's impactful and and um and and so um so anyway so long story short I think this is a good example of utilizing color yeah and so a lot of people I think like view like throwing a black and white filter on something that makes it like more artsy or you know like Mm -hmm. something like that and and i'm always like well why like why you know is is there a reason why that photo looks better in black and white as compared to color and you know a lot of people don't have that answer so um so these two photos um this is all about color and and Mm -hmm. texture you know it's about like um using color to your advantage and 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 using busyness and and kind of chaos as a kind of organized fashion to um, to still use light to to draw the attention to this subject, but again, it's really using color and chaos to to to, to my advantage. So um, to that, compared to the this the the, um, the rim light of the Porsche, you know, that's black and white. That's 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 now this is just about texture and form, you know, mm-hmm. and this is about shape. So I always I always say that like black and white really in my opinion, is meant to communicate um, form and texture. And so this is a perfect example of that. And, and, uh, and I, yeah, so I'm obsessed and, and with- And negative with, space. So yeah, exactly. Well with, yeah, with yeah. And, and yeah. And so I'm obsessed with cars and, and, I, and car design. I wanted to be a car designer before I wanted to be a photographer, actually. Um, wow. That could be another story, but- um, <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, so the 911 uh, Porsche, I think is probably one of the most iconic sports cars ever. Mm-hmm. And um, they still use the same lines and the same design um, today as they did when they first started started making them. So that's um, pretty rare, that's awesome. um, successful thing just in itself. So yeah, that means that uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, and Porsche is the it's the best at that. So anyway, so this is a, a image that I've always really liked that just demonstrates just um, simplicity and, yeah. and and lighting and um, really using light to focus your um, the viewer's eye to a certain part. Um, you know, there's lots of ways you can do that in photography, whether it's composition or focus or, or color or focal length of your lens or all these different things that can make up um, a recipe to, to, to give the viewer a certain um, f- point in the photo to look at. Mm-hmm. And, um, and my favorite way to do that has always been with lighting. And so this is a good example of That's that. That's amazing. So with, when you do go into situations like this, do you have a game plan in mind? Do you kind of improvise yeah. when you get there? Or? So I think another thing I really stress on uh, is is uh, not stress, but I, I really focus on is um, is pre visualization. Um, I think um, as you go on, that's something in photography that really can't be taught. I think as you as you go on and on in your career, I think that um, you get better and better at that is is because there's always like surprises, you know, you always think it, your photo is going to look a certain way. And then and then as you light it and the model there, you know, there's all these different things that can kind of change how you visualized it. So I think pre visualization really um, comes with experience. And um, do you actually it, draw it out, sketch it out? Or? No, not necessarily. It's just kind of in my mind. It's like, OK, I'm going to light it like this. I'm going to pose a model like this or I'm going to yeah. you know park the car like this or whatever it is and um and so, I think and I think that's just a big way to really get better is is just to like really like okay like you know so there's no surprises you know you know exactly what to expect and how yeah. light is going to hit a certain surface and how expo- how it's going to be exposed so this Porsche one you had that already in your head yeah yeah I mean that's a classic kind of like um uh, automobile um, but then this here with the what what kind of car is that Cadillac right it's a 64 Impala okay yeah Um, so the uh, the backdrop looks like so exaggerated and crazy and amazing yeah that's not there's no way that was actually that tall was it Um, it was yeah it well it it was you didn't extend that it was it was um, it was actually two different wallets put together so yeah so it wasn't 
um, like that, but it, it did exist. I did take two uh, photos of two walls. Yeah, but um, very cool. But yeah, you know that 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 car on a black background wouldn't be nearly as impactful as, as it is there. And, yeah. then, and then that Porsche in front of the colored background, you know, wouldn't work. So that's something that exactly you, that you know you can pre visualize and and work with. So so if you go on your Instagram page, which is Debon Photos, similar to your website, mm-hmm. right? It's the same. Uh, what website is D- yeah, Debon Photography? <laughs> it's and, close enough. Yep. Um, you can see really most of your kind of recent works. Uh, there's a lot of um, music stuff. Looks like yep. you do some concert photography. Yeah. Um, we've also got some really beautiful art pieces here mm-hmm. that are really unique, uh, kind of blending uh, illustration with photography, um, as well as a lot of models and, and great uh, portraiture. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a lot to talk about, <laughs> but um, let's start with the, the music stuff. It seems to be a passion of yours. And yeah, um, how did you get into doing like backstage VIP kind of photography stuff. Yeah, you know, just kind of like everything else, you just kind of work your way up and you you know, you, sh- you do one good job with one band and then that then another band sees it and you know, then you kind of work your way up. But um Nice. But yeah, I I think um getting to know bands and being at Hurley and um working with tons of bands there. We have a music studio at Hurley and uh so oh, cool. a lot of bands have been in and out there including most of the bands I grew up listening to. That's another amazing part of that job is just um, meeting all these and photographing all these bands that I grew up, you know, wow. just like idolizing. You know, yeah. I mean, on your website, you've got photos of Green Day. Green Day there. was obviously like um, most people my age, just huge, huge in my life, and um, you know, Blink One Eight Two and um, No Effects and Bad Religion and um, Social Distortion bands that it would be associated with Hurley. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Total Hurley bands. But yeah, That's I mean, awesome. um, the yeah, yeah, yeahs and, and there's a, um, there's a metalcore band in Australia called Parkway Drive, um, that, um, you know, that have become good friends of mine and, uh, work with them a lot. Um, shoot, shoot them every single time they come around. But I think most of the thing that, I mean, the biggest thing that attracts me to, um, shooting live music is, is, um, a lighting. I mean, obviously I, I'm just, obsessed with kind of that's like the number one thing I focus on approaching a photograph is, is how I'm going to light or how it's going to be lit or how I'm going to expose it to to um, work with a certain type of lighting that's already available so I think um, you know stage lighting is obviously just really fun to look yeah. at and fun to photograph a lot of so, contrast a lot of great yeah, a lot like, of good know, colors lasers, and, yeah totally and um, and so yeah I've learned to kind of do certain techniques and ways kind of um, you know combine it with my on-camera flash um, and using you know, oh, sh- really? shutter drags and stuff like that to to uh, emphasize motion and, and all that good that's cool um, concert stuff so. yeah usually they don't want you to do flash but if you're hired by the band I exactly guess, <laughs> they don't care that's, that's a perfect workaround yeah yeah but so. um but yeah um there's a uh, there's an image here on your Instagram that again really encompasses your uh, philosophy on black and white yep it's showing texture with you can see this fog in the exactly, crowd yeah. um, and then the contrast of the silhouettes of the band members on the stage. Yeah. Really beautiful photo. Yeah, exactly. If you're not, uh, if you're only listening to the podcast, then definitely check out the video on polarprofilters.com slash golden hour. You can see the video and we're talking about the photos. Um, so yeah, so let's move on to portraiture and, uh, and some of that stuff. I mean, there's some stuff that really stands out to me here on your Instagram page, where is it? It's like a blend of some illustration stuff. Or is that yeah. just some fun that project kind of experiments that, that you're yeah, doing? Yeah, exactly. Every every so often, I just kind of have an itch to just try something new. And to, That's fun. And really just, I just need it kind of just to stay sane, you know? Totally. Being being in a corporate world and being told what, what to do um, every single day or how to photograph something not that that happens um every day but um a lot you know you, you're always getting told to photograph certain something and and, and, do it a certain and, way. and you gotta it's gotta fit in a certain world you know and um and so so it's fun to get so out sometimes just it's just stuff. yeah it's just gosh like what's something fresh and new that kind of totally. will be good for my brain and um and that was one just um dripping paint um in a strategic way um working with um the photograph and just kind of um, incorporating yeah. kind of gravity and and um, and composition and, and design with with it all. So, 
And then um, some of the, the model work that you've done too, is that just for fun as well? Or um, It's a blend. It's a blend of it's, Hurley stuff. Yeah, freelance or Hurley or personal. But um, but yeah, I love portraiture. It's obviously just so amazing, fun way to um, to capture someone's personality or, or their yeah. look. Or, you know, I, you know, I try to um, photograph, you know, unique looking people. And, uh, and yeah, I just, I just love, I'm not a big, you know, fan of like um shooting necessarily someone like head to toe you know it's more just like i like to get them close and 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 tight and and really get kind of a neutral expression um someone that that is trying to look happier trying to look intense you know i'm not a big fan i I just want i just want (laughs) them to look like them and and a real kind of neutral um staring down the camera type of way you know and just so you can see their their pure kind of self you know they're, they're not trying they're just they're looking exactly how they yeah um, look this and, image that i just pulled up i love it uh, this, <laughs> um your subject is in the middle of the frame just like that's, looking like a rock star and then <laughs> this girl off to the side right. is like who is yeah, this <laughs> that's, that's my girlfriend in new, oh, nice. in in new york yeah and that quite often happens is she she just um does look like a rock star and, <laughs> and, and yeah and she doesn't doesn't, really, doesn't really care if people are, are, are staring at her you know so um, picked your girlfriend on accident awesome. <laughs> yeah yeah cool so you, yeah. you guys work together sometimes yeah she's a makeup artist she's a really good makeup artist so, so that's um, all her right we, yeah yeah, yeah so awesome. we we work together a lot and that's really um, fun yeah it's been it's been a good good time <clears throat> um i notice uh a trend not a trend but i notice something with your work you you are really good at finding texture and that's something that i've heard you say Mm -hmm. a couple of times but you know just these three images here you got some great graffiti here uh you know you got a lot of bokeh and crazy stuff going on in the background it's really not um just always these portraits of somebody on a psych wall like Mm -hmm. you're really good at finding even the water like the texture on the water um is that something that you're always kind of yeah, to. I mean, and yeah, well, um, thank you for one. And, and two, I think um, I think I will always love to use texture as long as it doesn't take away from the subject. I think... Um, um, again, the Porsche and the uh, the car yeah, example. You know, yeah, exactly. Like, um, I could I'll always um, w- prefer using a texture over no texture as long as it doesn't take away from the subject. Uh-huh. But if the t- subject is strong enough by itself then then it doesn't need it um, this, again, i always, this, I always want to do something for a purpose if it needs something i'll do it if it doesn't need it i will be the first yeah. person to say that doesn't need it and you're black and white anytime that you do black and white again it's really you got that rule of like you got to use black and white to enhance emphasize yeah. the, the shapes exactly the, the silhouette the, it yep. needs to enhance it yeah and in a way black and white is its own texture right? totally yeah so. exactly yeah yeah um very cool. But yeah, I mean, um, but yeah, water, you know, yeah, certain kind of walls and texture, it, um, it, there's there's a fine line, but I think I think as long as it doesn't um, get too busy, you know, I'm, I'm always saying less is more, you know, I'm telling all my coworkers all the time, yeah. or people I work with, you know, less is more, because you don't want to add stuff in just to add it in. You, you need to have a reason, there needs to be a yeah. why. So um, so that's that's kind of my rule there. As long as it doesn't um, take away and it, and it helps it in a certain way, then yeah. um, I'm all for it. So really, like, one thing that really stands out to me that I'm real inspired by with your work is that you're not one thing at all. Like, you're doing mixed media, you're yeah. doing photography, you're doing portraiture, you're doing live shows, you're doing yeah. surf uh, photos. Like, yeah. there's not one thing necessarily why is that like do you just like to experiment um, is there yeah wh- kind of like i mentioned before i think i do actually kind of get bored with um one thing really easily you know i've always kind of been like that in my life you know like got bored of surfing or skating or bmx or you know a certain band or you know whatever so um photography is such a, a good way to move on to certain uh, subjects yeah. um over and over you know or, or to move on to, to new to new things easily but um and that's the luxury too of having a job that you're getting a paycheck for yeah is that you don't have to be that guy all the time. all the time yeah right exactly yeah no um and and i really though i do kind of view photography as it, it is all kind of the same like it i i want to decide on a really interesting background and a really interesting subject and put them together and sometimes it's uh, it's a more of a goal of mine to have those two um come together in a juxtaposition way you know i sometimes i don't 
want it to make sense but but if it aesthetically makes sense that's that's like a win you know like if yeah. i can put a girl in a red dress with high heels hiking through the jungle in a green jungle <laughs> yeah then that doesn't make sense it's a juxtaposition but aesthetically it's 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 amazing so that's like that's always my like number one goal is like if Very i could cool. do if i could accomplish that that's that's really cool so um a lot of the people that we've interviewed they work with a lot of different models and um it's interesting how instagram has changed everything because now yeah. you don't even necessarily need an agency you just dm and say hey i'm a photographer yeah i love your look really unique beautiful you know images let's do a shoot and yeah. then they do it maybe even for free and yeah but it's like a win-win they totally. get work for their own portfolio you get work yeah and i totally agree with you i think um one thing i've really learned over the years is my best work comes from a photo shoot that isn't for anything it's just like to have fun or just to yeah. make an image you know and as soon as the second someone says oh like can we shoot photos for my portfolio yeah then that then that like even if it if they don't think it does it really does narrow down what that photo is going to be or what it should be you know yeah. and so um so i've always like or not always but recently like kind of like oh my gosh like as soon as i just like take a photo for nothing is or or just for fun just for art you know like and then yeah. and then it always cracks me up when like people ask me like oh what what's what you know what are you doing this shoot for you know like you know if i'm doing it in public you know i'll get that question 10 times yeah. like oh what's this photo what magazine for? is it for you know and, yeah. if, and <laughs> it, it's so funny that like if i just answer like oh for nothing you know like people look at me like i'm crazy you know and, <laughs> yeah you know, like it's got to be for something you know and yeah it's like um and for me, in my position, I, maybe I'm just in a unique situation. If I if I can have the time and 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 the luxury to uh, to do something just for fun, then yeah. that's when the best work comes out. It, so again, that that comes back to the luxury that that you have with the paycheck, mm -hmm. because there's so many photographers that are freelance they just have to say yes to everything yeah. and then they become a wedding photographer yep. and they're and they hate it. So like. Yeah. You know how what can you say to somebody do you recommend what you're doing for certain people do you think there's value in being full-time freelance and trying to figure out how to s sort of have that mentality while i mean obviously yeah. when you're working with hurley you're being told what to do and it's for a purpose yeah so how do you get fulfillment out of that like do, are you able yeah. to change your mindset a little bit for those moments too and yeah like is there stuff that you do for hurley where you're still doing something for you, even though it's not yeah. something they told yeah. you to do. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a loaded question. I, I think um, yeah, it's both. It, I think a lot of times, um, no, I'm just doing something just to to make sure that this product looks good and everything's happy and everyone's happy with it. And, you know, but the, yeah, there's definitely moments in my job where it fulfills my creative need to like do what I want to do and I want it to look like this. And, you know, and, and luckily um, I work with great people who trust me and, 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 um, and definitely, uh, you know, go, go, okay. Yeah. If he wants it to look this certain way or, you know, they, you know, he wants that portrait to look a certain way, you know, stuff yeah. like that. That's kind of really in my wheelhouse of, um, they'll just let you go. You know, yeah. They'll, they'll just go, oh, yeah, do what you think looks good. And then know? they're like, yeah, it looks great. I never would have yeah. come up with that. That's great. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But, um, but on the other side of it, I don't think, I really do think though, if I didn't have my personal work or my personal freelance work or whatever you want to call it, um, having this corporate job would kind of drive me insane. And, mm -hmm. and it, and it would, in a way that it, I wouldn't go insane. I would, I wouldn't like photography. I would, mm -hmm. I would really fall out of love of, of taking mm -hmm. photos. That's something that kind of, I've, it's happened to me even with, uh, I'm a YouTuber. I didn't uh -huh. tell you that, but I do uh, gear reviews oh, okay. on a channel. I uh, do that mostly full time. And then I do this oh, wow. as well. Cool. So um, that was a passion of mine doing YouTube. And then uh, it turned into a job because yeah. it's like, wait a minute, this is paying our bills now. And I have to post every week. And now I have to do this. Like, come on. Like, as soon it, yeah. as it becomes a job, uh, it's hard as a creative to enjoy. It. Exactly. That sounds yeah. that sounds really uh, like <laughs> uh, childish a little bit or right. like uh, diva ish. Totally. But it's true. Like, I think artists like we kind of have a little bit of a screw you to the world mm -hmm. mentality. And uh, like, you know, I'm going to do what I want kind of attitude. Yeah. 
um <clears throat> that's what makes a good artist often you know probably huh yeah, no, <laughs> but right. yeah but uh at the end of the day you gotta pay your bills yeah you know i have yeah, a exactly. wife and two kids so like yeah. i really gotta pay my bills right yeah <laughs> um, yeah no i think i think a big part of it too i think is isn't going to be like this forever i i, I yeah. do have the time to do both um mm. i think if i had kids or um, when i do have kids i i won't have as much time obviously and and, yeah. and that'll kind of go away but but, you just gotta be more uh selective and yeah and intentional exactly you know? yeah um yeah my my nine to five is you know very focused and then when i'm home i'm home you know yeah that's yeah. easier said than done right totally. being self-employed often i can be working on my phone yeah. while i'm sitting on the couch you know yeah. so that's a balance as well yeah but it's all worth it have you ever shot a wedding before yes i have i do you ever like want to do it again? <laughs> no. I no, started. I, I started my career uh, shooting wedding videos. Oh wow! So I've shot over three hundred weddings. Oh in my last, gosh! Uh, Ten years. Whoa. So I officially stopped about two years ago. Okay. Which has been amazing. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's yeah. a whole industry. I yeah. did enjoy it. Uh, really? For for a time. I think it, yeah, it, it takes a certain personality of um to to enjoy yeah. it. Um, there's some photographers that crush it and they love it. Oh my it. god, they love it. Yeah, and it shows in their work. And I yeah. think I think more than anything that's probably the reason why i did it. i've done a few and i kind of told myself at some point that i just don't want to do yeah. it again because uh, yeah my heart's not really in it and i think it kind of showed it mm -hmm. in the work you know i'm not i'm not trying to be an expert at it you know yeah. if i'm going to be paid to do something i want to try to be an expert at mm -hmm. it or be an expert at it so um i think often for people with the kind of creative mindset it's like oh here's a way to make money and do sort of what i want to do and then they do it and then they become that person yeah and now it's like wait a minute this is definitely artistic but it's not something that i love yeah and now i've become that person like what do you have to say about that like do you think you should be selective like even if somebody's willing to hand you a check like it's important to just stand on what you truly love yeah i think it's a balance and it depends on where you are in your career and yeah, how course. you know how established you are yeah you exactly <laughs> yeah but no i think for the most part yeah you, there should be some aspect of it that um you should be attracted to and 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 want to want to learn and get better at you know like i i i like all of the things that i photograph because yeah i'm interested in them and and the way i'm photographing them i'm always learning and adjusting and tweaking the way i'm approaching it and if i ever lost that aspect of shooting a certain thing I wouldn't do it anymore because I just I I want to I want it to feed my interests as well and and keep learning and and keep um, evolving into into something so. exactly. Um, this is boring technical stuff, but like, what do you what what kind of gear do you shoot with? I mean, we have a lot of nerds yeah. uh, that listen to this show, me yeah, included. Yeah. Okay. Um, what's kind of your go to camera package? And uh, yeah, you know, it's you funny. mentioned your Photoshop guy. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, God, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't Cam even matter. Camera, camera talk always bores me and, and you know, <laughs> okay. lens stuff is, you know, I, I like talking about lenses, but. Um, yeah, what's your, I, what's your I, main I def, lens? I definitely, what I all, I could talk for hours about is, is like lighting, you know, like lighting interests me and yeah. lighting technique and exposure and all that. But, um, well, but no, like, I mean, obviously like every, like, like every photography or every photographer, you know, you, you like cameras too. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I shoot with Canon. I shoot with a 1DX mark ii and, and hopefully a mark three yes just, just came out and, i posted uh, a video about it uh, a couple of days ago when it was released i'm really stoked wow about it. yeah it's going to be the last probably dslr from canon ever so wow um, yeah yeah and it's at got least the on whole, the pro market it's got the whole mirrorless kind of uh, yeah it's like a, it. it's basically like a mirror if you want to flip the mirror up, <laughs> yeah it functions like an all, uh, a mirrorless camera yeah yeah and i guess uh, people are kind of already talking trash on it because it's like yeah why come would on I? canon just go one way or the other you know like <laughs> yeah. but i'm more interested in, actually I'm i like on the, I, i'm on the side where i'm more interested in getting a higher resolution fast camera they keep making it faster and faster and faster like this next one's going to be you know 16 frames a second or 20 mm -hmm. but there's rumor they haven't released the megapixels but it'll um, probably be in the 20 megapixel yeah range. but and, and a lot of people are like oh who cares about resolution anymore and i'm actually i think the in a rare group where I actually still do care about resolution because a lot of my photos are getting blown up really, really, really totally. big. And it just always helps to have more information. So um, have you ever played with the, was it the 5DSR or whatever? The f yeah, but the autofocus 
is terrible. So you know, I need I need I need quick you, autofocus, you Sony? quick burst. No, and then um, but Z7, Nikon, no. Panasonic S1R. No, no, Canon all the way. <laughs> um, they don't have a Canon doesn't have a large megapixel camera. That's what I'm saying. It's new. Yeah, that's fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I need both, and so hopefully the new one will be that. But anyway, um, it won't because it's a sports photography camera. And yeah, and they exactly, burst off yeah. thousands of photos. They don't yeah. want fifty megapixels. Exactly. Again, and again, I think I'm in the rare group that really does need both. Yeah. But, um, well, then, yeah. Even the A9 from Sony is a lower megapixel count. But yeah, what's your kind of like go-to lens? Are you 35 um, or a 50 guy? I'm a 50 guy. Yeah, I, love I noticed 50s. <laughs> yeah, because um, the uh, there's no uh, wide-angle distortion on nope. all your portraits. Yeah, I'm very like straight parallel lines Wes Anderson type of yeah, style so <laughs> nice. um I love Wes Anderson yeah um that's me at, yeah or or 85 um, yeah or at 85 but um but yeah no 50 50 millimeter 1.2 is on my camera probably 80 percent of the time yeah it's yeah. so good it yeah. and it even just walking around like everyday life kind of stuff like oh yeah that's the way that i'm just like you i prefer 50 over 35 yeah there's a lot of guys that love 35 yeah um and but, I'm, i I like my 35 too i think yeah if the 50 was on my camera 80 percent of the time i think the 35 would be on there 15 percent of the time yeah. and, then, and then my ultra wide after that but um but yeah no 50 is just mm-hmm. so good and especially if if you do want to separate the subject um from the background with, yeah. with um, depth of field, that's obviously a great way to do it. And it's a compact lens too. Yeah, I think if the eighty if the eighty five was a quicker focusing lens. Do you, have you played with the one four with the IS on it? The new one, the new eighty five. The one point four extension. No, it, there's an eighty five one point four. Oh 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 oh. And that, it's got yeah. IS. It's not a one point two. I haven't. They. It's faster. It's faster. And it's got IS on it. As fast as the fifty. I mean, it's super new. I mean, the yeah. 50 is old. I mean, that yeah. was made in the early 2000s, I think. So. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. You should check it out. Okay. It's 1.4 instead of 1.2. Yeah, two, yeah. But, but yeah, that, that old 85.12 is what you're talking about, the yeah. L. Yeah. That lens, like, because the glass element is so, so big, heavy, yeah. you can just feel it going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, if you look at Canon, uh, they're investing a lot of their technology in the new system with RF. Yeah. So they do have a new 85, I think, 1.2 RF okay. uh, that's going to, you know, be super blazing fast. Cool. Because it's new. So. Yeah. And the the R system is promising. I have an EOS R, mm-hmm. and um, but it's I hate the the button layout. I I don't yeah, like huh. the the camera. Like I don't enjoy using it. Really. And I have a 1DC, which is the version before the one dx mark ii yep and it was like a cinema version of it mm-hmm. um and like i can just use that in my sleep like i can change right. my aperture my shutter iso yep. white balance without looking without even looking yeah. so that's why i love and i like having a real joystick on there too exactly yeah um, yeah no i i would be really happy if they put the technology from the r into you know like a one body i think that would be really yeah cool. they're saying it will happen and yep. hopefully it'll have stabilization on the sensor too but anyways video guys you must be <laughs> so yeah. coming from the video guy. Yeah, the stabilization is so great because then you can use any lens in the world and it has yep. stabilization. So. Yep. Yep. Um, cool. And then with lighting, you mentioned that's what you get more pumped and excited about. Yeah. Um, let's talk about that briefly. Um, you know, with your portrait stuff, uh, you, are you using flash like yes. outside even? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. so what's kind of your philosophy and, and what are some things that, um, that you do with your lighting? Well, you know, that's why the main reason why I love lighting is it changes based on the subject, you know, like how I lit this portrait is obviously night and day different compared to that portrait. Mm-hmm. Um, just a matter of do I want to exaggerate someone's texture of their skin or do I want to hide it, you know, and, and then and then everything in between. Um, I think um, my biggest focus is always trying, not always, but a lot of time trying to get soft light but directional you know if you can have Mm. some nice beautiful soft light on someone's face or a product or whatever it is um but it's directional so it's creating contrast as well and and kind of creating a certain ratio of that contrast whether it whether it's like fully you know one one you know one side and then completely dark on the other or or Mm. you know or softer than that and um i i really focused on that so um anytime 
I, you know, I'm always screwing around with different types of um, soft boxes and strip soft boxes and octobanks and and putting and distance too. You know, the, the distance from yeah. you know a huge octobank, you know, really close up compared to really far away. It's amazing how a little bit to the side, closer up, it's a softer light. Yeah, you, exactly, you would think yeah. that it'd be harsher because it's no, closer, but it's yeah, not. It's a bigger. It's all. It's, a, it's the name of the game. It's just the size of mm. the of the light. Have you ever um, seen a behind the scenes to your source of a uh, of a film like a movie and how they'll use like these you know 50 by 50 silks yeah and like they're just having like a very intimate like conversational scene yeah they have this massive light source yeah um because with movies like a lot of people don't realize it but like you can't control the sun and so they if they're outside like they have to use a giant yeah massive source totally yeah. um obviously digital has helped with that because you have more dynamic range and yeah you don't have it's more sensitive yeah. to the lower light scenarios but anyways um but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, always, you know, tweaking distance of, you know, how what does a softbox look, you know, you know, two feet away compared to ten feet away, or 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 a bigger one that's 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 the same distance away, or or you know, there's there's all these little differences that um, that could really um, make a you know a big impact on on how lighting. When you're work. when you're out and about though, and you're shooting um, natural light, how do you? what do you look for when you're doing that do you bring a reflector do you use your flash or are um, you looking for yeah so sometimes locations I'm, sometimes i'm looking um for a certain you know natural kind of like lighting little pockets you know mm-hmm. uh, uh, like my obviously my, golden my, hours my, yeah time yeah but it, like right. more than that like i really look for like like a the, big white was... wall outside you know like like there's a big white wall behind me right here you know what i mean yeah so like so that's i'm just using i'm trying to always find and that's always the fun and the kind of challenge of natural lighting is i'm finding my own kind of natural soft boxes in in you know outside environment that's just yeah. naturally there so it's funny how people just walk right past a beautiful lighting moment that's totally natural and if you don't have the eye that you have you don't notice yeah. it but like yeah like the classic like like no no is like taking a portrait of of someone on like a really bright um flooring like or you know mm-hmm. like a like a concrete that's like a real light gray mm-hmm. and then because then it bounces because it's bouncing up into at, someone's face you know yeah exactly <laughs> and it, or or even, or even just in open shade but there's like a lit floor somewhere that's just like creating most of your light sources from the bottom and that's the last thing you want shooting a yeah person, you know so stuff like that like looking for the opposite of that you know finding mm-hmm. a light source that's brighter from the top you know mm-hmm. but that's soft that's bouncing off a certain wall or whenever something like you're with your family for the holidays or something and they pull out their phone they want to do a, a, a photo <laughs> do you usually say all right guys let's stand over here yeah because yeah. they want to stand in front of the window or something usually yeah <laughs> usually they go Derek where where should we stand and my girlfriend's always saying that to me like you know she wants to take a photo of herself or some friend and it's just like where should we go you just know? like a normal yeah yeah, yeah yeah but it, it helps it helps it's funny how uh like even with you know taking photos of my kids just using my iphone or whatever just totally for documentation when you're a photographer you just see things in the rule of thirds you see the light and it's so funny how you forget about it because it becomes such a second nature for you yeah and you maybe just take like a dumb photo of your family and then they look at it like wow your camera is so good i hate that your camera yeah. is so good it's like actually uh, the light and the composition it's it's always the whoa what kind of camera do you have you know that's yeah. like yeah well that's why like often when i ask about the camera stuff yeah that's the response i get but yeah these are photographers listening to the show mm-hmm. it's nerdy and fun to talk about i it, get it yeah know? no so. I, I think it's fun too but Especially like, like I said, I, if I had a choice, I would I would talk about lighting. Cool. So um, let's just close this thing up with kind of okay. your last like thoughts of uh, just what you would want to leave with somebody who's doing what you're doing. Um, okay. Somebody who wants to do portraits, somebody who wants to maybe even work in a corporate uh, environment. Um, do you recommend it? Do you think people should try everything? I mean, like <laughs> it's a lot of things that I just asked you. Okay. Um, but like. What would you say to somebody that just wants to be making a living doing photography? Yeah, I think um, trying everything. <laughs> yeah, you seem to be and good then, at that. And then and then honing in on what works for you. You know, a certain people's eye just works better with certain styles or different subjects or techniques. So um, just getting the widest 
range of, of subjects and techniques that you can possibly think of and read about and learn about and then and honing in from that and 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 developing a, a unique uh keyword unique style mm-hmm. is um is everything that's like that's what i focus on every single day shooting photos and mm-hmm. and i want it to be all looking like it's in a certain world and through a certain lens um and that 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 is mine you know i i the biggest compliment i i I get is when people say that these they you know they saw a photo on instagram or whatever and they didn't see who shot it yet but they knew it was mine you know that's like that's always like yes like i did it you know like absolutely so just finding that and finding it naturally don't force your Mm -hmm. style one way or the other and just and that comes through a lot of trial and error yeah it comes through thousands of photos exactly you know? yeah yeah so um and what i'm curious too like what have you learned and what could you kind of impart or, or maybe tell somebody who is just becoming a leader in a in a team maybe uh similar to yours where mm-hmm. they're you know now in charge of running a creative team like mm-hmm. what are some things that you've learned that you could share wow well um the biggest like, thing you, I've, yeah. I've learned from um the founder of hurley bob hurley he's an amazing person and um probably the best leader um i've ever come across and um and the biggest thing i've learned from him is he'll be the first to admit that he's not really that good at anything i mean he is but he just says that and um humility (laughs) yeah and that he but he is good at uh, recognizing talent and putting um, certain people, you know, piecing uh, a certain puzzle all together to make one good team, and 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 knowing that this talent is going to work good with this talent, and 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 trusting people, trusting his talent, recognizing it, and and letting them um, do their job, and 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 trusting their opinion, um, I think is the best thing you can do as a leader. Is 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 not trying to do everyone's job your job is just to put everyone together you know and 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 let and and guide them and lead them but um but yeah don't micromanage <laughs> oh my gosh that's a big one yeah well derek thank you so much for yeah, coming in of course making the hike all the way over here <laughs> yeah. across the street and uh, anytime Thanks. again if you want to guys if you guys want to check out derek's work i would highly encourage you to give him a follow on instagram it's d bond photos that's spelled uh the letter d and then b-a-h-n photos and uh yeah we'll send him a dm and say hey listen to the show <laughs> and love your work please so, do thank you yeah thanks again derek okay thank nice you. to meet you all right likewise I really hope you guys enjoyed my interview with Derek. It was a real pleasure meeting him and getting to understand what he does with almost everything. Really incredible photographer, really inspiring creative. Uh, Let me know what you guys think of the Golden Hour Show. Just send me a DM on Instagram at DaveMays underscore. I love seeing those messages and responding to you guys there. We post new episodes every single Tuesday. So if you're not subscribed yet, please hit that subscribe button in your podcast player of choice, whether that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or my personal favorite, Overcast on my iPhone. It's a real honor for me to host the Golden Hour podcast here in the Polar Pro studio. Once again, I'm Dave Mays, and we'll see you next week. See you later, alligator.